Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast, where this week we're going to be breaking down the Dutch Grand Prix, where we saw a new face on the grid. Not just a new face. We saw rain, dry, rain again, dry again. It was one of the craziest races I've ever seen and the most overtakes in an F1 race in history and the single most lap as well. There were, I think, 63 overtakes on mm. lap two or maybe lap three, kind of in between the two. Yeah. So uh, anyway, crazy race. Can't wait to get into it. But first, let's get into a quality in 60 because qualifying was also eventful. They came out with a banger uh, uh, right after the season. But you know what? Before we get into that, I think we should talk about practice because oh. uh, something pretty eventful, I would say, happened during practice in Dawson because – Apparently, you have 23 drivers now or something. I do. It's crazy. Uh, uh, how about you tell me what happened to your driver and who, who, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with what happened to Piastri, which is um, he ended up in a wall. This is in P2. FP2. Yeah, FP2. And he's at the apex pretty much for this racing line. And Ricardo is coming around the turn and is, you know, it's free practice. He's going his uh, on a flying lap, I think it was. And has to put himself in a wall to avoid just going straight on with Piastri and ends up breaking his hand or his wrist. Yeah, because he didn't let go of the steering wheel. And he then had to have surgery on that. So, yeah, he's in the wall. They're asking him if he's okay. He's like, yeah, I had to hit the wall to avoid Piastri. And he goes, like, my hand. It's And once I heard that, I just knew it was done for. Yeah, Dude, man. I knew it was over for Ricardo, especially with how he was like, I mean, it was like visibly shaking. Yeah, dude. I was like, man, this doesn't look good. Um, so he was out for this race for this the rest of the weekend. Um, had surgery yesterday, I believe, or was it today? Uh, I think it was actually race day. Okay, so yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. It would have been Sunday. Um, so hopefully he's back within a few weeks. The normal um, recuperation time for that is about six weeks, but you know, him being an athlete might be down to like four or five. Kind of like Lance, he was in a lot earlier this earlier this season when he broke both his hands than everybody thought. So maybe he can make a um, surprise comeback. Yeah, surprise comeback. But for the meantime, we have Liam Lawson taking over, which is a big name for Red Bull specifically. He's driving for AlphaTauri. He is the what I'd say projected next Red Bull driver. Yeah, yep. he's going to take if Ricardo doesn't. Liam Lawson will probably be in the Red Bull seat, is what I'm going to say. So it was good to see him out on the track this week. Um, I was actually pretty uh, excited to watch him race and see how he fares. So yeah, I want to talk about him once we get into the race. But yeah. let me just say, I was what I was feeling going into the race and the qualifying because he had he had one practice session in the wet to prepare yeah. for a what ended up being a dry qualifying session. Poor soul, and uh, <laughs> and I was just thinking the potential ramifications of this are immeasurable. I mean, just think about it for a second. Red Bull is literally trying to decide who to put in the AlphaTauri seat and the Red Bull seat right yep. now. And Daniel Ricciardo could not have crashed at a worse time. It's not like he did it on purpose or he did something stupid. He didn't really make any mistake at all, I wouldn't even say. Yep. Uh, and it wasn't Piastri's fault either. It's just one of those things. I mean, I guess you could kind of... But like, it wasn't like Piastri's like, I'm going to get Ricciardo. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, no. But anyway... The fact that we're going in to this huge fight for a seat again, like, and it's all starting with Ricardo again. Yep. So, like, Liam Lawson may end up getting the seat because of this, because there's not 
two tracks more different that he could prove himself on than the Netherlands and Monza back to back. Yeah. High downforce, extreme low downforce, back to back. He can prove himself on two entirely different tracks. Oh yeah. And that's what set the stage for qualifying. Yeah. So um we'll talk we're gonna talk more about it as we go through, but let's go ahead and get a quality and a quality and sixty in real fast. Let's get it. So here we go. So basically, uh, Q1 went basically pretty normal. Uh, Liam Lawson got 20th, unfortunately. Bottas down there, K-Mag down there, Akon, that was a kind of big name to be down there, and Joe Gwen, you made up the bottom five. Big names in not getting into Q3 included Lewis Hamilton, who Mercedes screwed up their strategy. I'll talk about that in a little bit later in more detail, but basically he only got 13th. Pierre Gasly in P12, that's something to note. Lance Stroll, P11. But the man that made it in was Logan Sargent, who proceeded to crash in Q3, uh, and Leclerc only got ninth ahead of Piastri in eighth, Carl, uh, sorry, Checo in seventh, Carlos in sixth, and then Fernando back in the top five. Albon, again, Williams looking strong at fourth with George Russell, Lando Norris, and, of course, Max Verstappen on pole and was just a crazy qualifying session. Oh, yeah. What'd you get? It's one minute exactly on Ooh. the dot. So, um, like, it, it was one of the best qualifying sessions I've seen in a while. It was just really, like, interesting, I guess. Mm. Uh, maybe not the best, but one of the more interesting ones. So, uh, yeah, I think with that, I think we just get right into the race. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, race lines up. It's dry. Looking like it's about to rain, though. <laughs> Everybody's on softs except for Lewis for some reason. He was on mediums. Mm. Race starts. It starts pouring immediately. So the craziness began. Uh, there's really no good way we could ever sit here and explain every single pit, everything that happened. But yeah. I'm going to try and sum it up, and then we can get into every driver. Cool. Basically, half the, like three-fourths of the drivers pitted immediately, and then a couple teams screwed up, including McLaren and Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes really screwed up on Lewis yeah. um, and totally screwed his strategy and uh, that really hurt. <laughs> so then they get back on wets for a little while. Lewis finally gets on wets. Everybody's on wets. Then it dries out, and it's time to switch tires again. More dramatic things happen. We're going to talk about it as we go along. Like, uh, And anyway, race continued. Then there was a crash. Rained again. Red flag. Five more laps of high-speed racing on enters. The end. Race win. Max Verstappen. So that's like the story of everything that happened. So keep all of that context in mind as we continue on. Why don't you tell me about Red Bull's race though? Yeah. Uh, so very eventful for Max as he came home with his ninth straight win, equaling Sebastian Vettel. So that's a very big milestone for him. Uh, Sebastian had also messaged Max uh, before the race to like wish him luck and say like, I want you to get this. Like, yeah. So that was really good to hear. Um, Max didn't really have any struggles when it came to like driving or anything like that. He got a little caught up in the madness once it started raining, as I guess everyone did. Um, but he came out with a win. Not much too different than what we expect to see him from now. Speaking of expecting to see, uh, Checo is in P4 again. Yeah. Not getting a podium. Started P7, a rough qualifying. I mean, everybody's saying, you, we like, if I think, like, 
every driver that if sorry let me let me restart this if every other driver had a shot like Checo did in that car I don't know how many P4s or qualifying P7 they would have I know some of them aren't as good as Checo obviously but yeah it's, it's like not it's, looking good it's more consistent for him to not finish good than to finish good in that type of car it's very scary so I mean it's just, I mean, he's got it till 2024, but after that, I just don't know. We'll see. And now Dr. Marco's are already saying, well, we might. And then like Christian's saying, no, he's safe. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Marco could just literally say, hey, get him out and he's out. So Yeah. Well, I do want to discuss one really specific thing that happened, Yeah. which is, all right. So when they're transitioning back from the original wets to softs, Checo is in the lead by 10.9 yeah. seconds. And they pitted Max first without telling either of them. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because Checo's leading the race by ten seconds from mm. his teammate, and he gets the he gets undercut by Max. I don't know. I mean, at this point, they're prioritizing Max. Obviously, they're prioritizing Max. I don't. I don't know. After him having a rough qualification or qualifying, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think because, like, Red Bull. Already knows they pretty much got a championship under lock with Max. Yeah. I think they're trying to get it as quick as they can. Yeah. I don't blame him too much. I mean, it's just been rough with Checo this this season. Like he I'm not saying he's finished P fifteen or anything like that, but like for Red Bull, a championship winning team having a guy who's won nine in a row. Yeah. And the team has won every race is pretty much. Yeah, dude. I, I'm. I. I think the shock in Checo's voice was. Did Max undercut us? Like the fact they didn't tell him. Yeah. I don't know, man. No, I did. Yeah, I did. I don't agree with that. But yeah, it's. Them it's not just telling rough. him was kind of shady, but I don't know. I mean, I get Max, like qualified better, mm -hmm. but I don't even think that matters. Like, I've part of me doesn't even think that matters. No. Like, if if Checo qualified P one and was still P one, they might have still undercut him. They could have. So I don't know. Red Bull has got some decisions to make, man. Yeah. Um, to finish off with Checo, he was P3, to give him that at least. But he had a five-second penalty um, for, uh, what was it, for speeding in the pits, I believe yeah. it was. And that pushed him off the podium. But, I mean, still, man, it was it's tough because he's got one of the – he's got the fastest car on the grid. Yeah. I – I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but I think this is a great time to revisit our classic thing is if is Checo the worst driver <laughs> out of Mercedes. I mean, now it's McLaren, but sure, even on four but let's he's keep still it. Not. He's still not. He's still not. No. You don't think science is you think science is worse still? Well you said McLaren. Sorry, no, that, we're not putting McLaren in it. Ferrari, Mercedes, mm, Red Bull. That was the original argument. Yeah, I mean I don't know. It's tough to say, man, because I feel like – I don't know. I mean, it's not normal for Checo. I mean, from this season it is. But, like, I feel like this is just an anomaly happening for Checo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I – dude, I <sighs> – It's just like he's just off. Of, of some, like something is off in Checo that has just changed this season. Does At least from the first three like races of the season, like something Maybe he big just, happened. He knows he's never – He's never going to beat Max. I think that's was obvious. He's I think Miami was crushing one. crushing him. Yeah. I think maybe this no Alphatari clause in his contract might have been a big mistake. 
I think it's going to – it will at some point cause him to be out of Formula 1 forever. Might be at the end of this season. Might be at the end of next season. Mm-hmm. Which I, I also respect it because it's like, you know, like he made it to Red Bull. He got screwed out of his last seat Yeah, totally sure. unfairly. So, you know, he sent a clause, I'm staying here or I'm done. And you know what? I respect that. But I think we got to start looking at the uh, I'm done possibility. Now, Danny Rick getting in a crash might help him because yeah. I don't know if Lawson's ready for a Red Bull seat. But, dude, I I do not know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm but not sure. Anyway, I would make an argument that he, I guess there are maybe other than science. I think maybe he's the second worst driver in the top three teams. Really? Because I think every other driver in that seat would do better. Um, Russell included. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, I'll give him a, a maybe on par with Russell, just based off of experience. Mm-hmm. But I think Russell and Checo, and Checo's years of Russell's experience, got like talent compared to experience. Yes, yes yeah, yeah. I sure. get that. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'd throw Russell into it. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. That's it's. It remains to be seen. So anyway, let's get back on track. There's a lot more to talk about. Uh, are you done with Checo? I, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we can talk about the rest of the podium, okay, uh, which sure. is Aston Martin. Fernando Alonso, P2, had a strong race. Um, I, the only uh, uh, the only other thing I put is, is he going to keep his promise now? No. All podiums after the break? So that <laughs> – I'll tell you why in a minute. I don't want to jump ahead too far. Yeah. But no, he's not going to keep that promise. Yeah. I think he knows that now, though. Yeah. And also just want to say that Checo also said that he was going to be on the podium for the rest of the season, and that's already failed. So, yeah. woo, took two races. Uh, you got to stop making these. T- Only Max can say this. Only Max can say he'll well, be on if, the podium. Well, the thing on is, the rest of the Max race. hasn't said something like that. And what if it's just a curse? It could just be a curse, which is going to – Perfectly playing. Now we need a secret agent to go and like convince Max to say this on the radio or something next season. Wow, I would say, wow, Red Bull fan. Don't ruin this season. Don't ruin this season. I wonder next year, maybe like six years from now, when he's like tired of Red Bull. (laughs) Well, you know he's going to win the championship in two races, right? Yeah, yeah. So wait till after then. Wait till after then. Yeah, then he'll be like, I'm going to get on every race. I don't want him to be. I, I cannot I, – he does not need to win this race this weekend. I need any of the factors, which we're going to talk about, to stop it because I do not Why? need him to be the, the all-time oh, – the, the curse-breaking. The, the curse-breaking, which uh, the Monza curse, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about in a minute. Monza curse, he would be the most wins in a row of any driver ever. Yeah. Um, no. I want that. No, he's tied. That's good enough. No. Dude, okay, if if – if they can prevent Lewis from beating Michael Schumacher's eight-time championship record at, at Abu Dhabi, just, I'm, I'm just being good, a Team bro. LH member right now. Um, I don't actually mean that. I, I I do not think it was the FIA massive conspiracy. I just think Michael Massey's a moron. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't call me. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Next 3 a.m. thoughts. Third person on the podium was Pierre Gasly. What a freaking surprise was that. Was not expecting it. I didn't even realize he was about to get a podium until like the last second. I know. <laughs> uh, Once like they were like, all right, Checo, you got a five-second penalty. I was like, hmm, oh, wait, that's Gasly. Yeah, yeah, because they, they were so focused on Sainz and Lewis that yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, Gasly climbed up from P12 to a podium. I loved his excitement. That made the whole weekend special for me. Yeah, I thought it was, it was awesome. really cool. First time since 21. I just love, you know, like 
it's impossible not to take it for granted a little bit when you're in a position like Lewis was or Max is. Oh, yeah. You know, Max looks, you know, he's one, but like, you know, and then there's other people, it's like P5 is an amazing result for them. Oh, yeah. That's what makes Red Bull. I mean, look at McLaren when they were just starting to get back into shape. Yes. That's what makes Formula One special. Yeah. Is every position is special to somebody mm -hmm. except for P20. Um, Logan? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> um. So anyway, let, let me talk about Mercedes now because I have many thoughts. They botched the strategy, totally yeah. ruined Lewis's weekend. Let me tell you all the things that Lewis did this weekend <laughs> that should have made him have an amazing weekend. Okay. First of all, I have, there's this video going around of his reaction time. Way, uh, it was like 0.1 second faster than anybody else, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Second of all, uh, he was the fastest man on track the entire race, on average, the entire race. Mm -hmm. Now – if Lewis was chasing Max down, you better guarantee Max would have been flying. Yeah, yeah. But so that would have put Lewis in P two at Max least. Max was coasting at a certain point. Yes, yeah, yes. P yeah. two at least, and on the red flag restart at the end of the race, it would have been Lewis and Max lining up together for a five lap shootout at the end of the mm. I don't even care if Max wins at that point. I mean, obviously I want Lewis to win, but Formula One needs Lewis and Max fighting. I cannot stress oh, yeah. that enough. That's what – think about how great 2021 season was. Think of like – what if like 2024, Mercedes just like comes out the gate like – That's what I'm hoping for. We got a car, and it's like 2021 all over There's again. a chance. There's a chance it's flipped. Yeah. I think – because Red Bull's in the Mercedes situation. Mm -hmm. I think there's a chance. Legitimately, all Mercedes delusion syndrome alone uh, – gone. Like legit. I think my Mercedes yeah. delusion syndrome is gone. Yeah. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I believe that – is more likely that we are going to be in the same position next year. Okay. That's a big statement for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so give me some Wait, props. Same position as they currently are? Yes. So Pete, basically second fastest-ish, uh, like s second yeah. of the constructors. I believe that's around where they may start. Really? Maybe. I'm I'm trying to be realistic. That is, yeah, that is delusional. I'm trying to be Gone. realistic. Wow. I think I, – I'm, I don't think Max is going to be winning by as big as he is. Mm -hmm. I think maybe first race they're – they could finish within 10 seconds of max or something. So yeah. anyway, with that said, but Lewis is driving it. Lewis has confidence in this car. So that's what makes it more like a Red Bull 2021 yeah, situation because yeah. max in that car were one. Yeah. So I think a realistic situation is there's a chance Lewis can win the constructors championship next year in a slightly worse car, but mm. sorry, Drivers, but Red Bull yeah, still yeah. wins constructors. Yeah. If they get their second seat together, which who knows? Um, and if honestly, I love George Russell, but he's going to have to play second fiddle for this to work. And I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna I, I think he's always gonna play second fiddle for I think he knows Lewis that, is there. But there's some races where he's just he has a little bit of an ego problem. Yeah. Anyway, so he Lewis was the fastest man on track. Period. End of story. Mm -hmm. Ran to P twenty at one point and finished P six. So the recovery was amazing, but I was just so annoyed. Also, they screwed up his strategy in qualifying by having him do a flying lap a lap before everybody else did for no reason. Yeah. So, and it was not Lewis's call. I listened to the team radio. Everybody's saying it was Lewis's fault. It was not. Um, so that hurt. But at yeah. the end of the day, Stroll didn't score any points. Uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Stroll didn't score any points. So really, and neither did Russell because of, um, I'll explain in a second, but essentially doesn't really matter i mean it hurts lewis's defense against alonzo for mm -hmm. but i don't think it's going to matter i don't think asked i think aston lucked into this one mclaren is the second fastest car right now mercedes is probably the more better organized team yeah and i don't think they can catch them so 
I think Merce, I'm not worried about Mercedes's P2 in the constructors right now. I'm just mad at their strategy. So uh, anyway, Russell had a pretty good race. They but they also screwed him out of a podium, basically in his thing in his um, strategy. And then to make matters worse, him and Lando tapped a little bit and somehow gave him a puncture on enters, which like what enters were these that ripped up so terribly? Yeah. Can you tell I'm upset in my tone? I'm very a upset. A little bit. Just a um, little bit. But I still enjoyed it. I was pulling for a lot of other. I, once I knew Mercedes was screwed, I was actually able to enjoy the race a little more. Yeah. So because uh, I was, I just let it go, like yeah. whatever happens. So uh, Russell ended up. They he did finish in P seventeen because he did get a change of tires, mm-hmm. but you know whatever. So he uh, him and Lando made contact. Not really Lando's fault. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I guess let we me talk, talk about. about- Oh, so do you want to talk about Lando? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I mean, qualified P2 just had a rough day. I think their McLaren strategy was off yeah. for both of their drivers. Kind of ruined Norris's race, I think. He finished P7. I mean, I'm not putting this as like a McLaren is not back again because the, it, this race just seemed like everybody was off strategy-wise. Yeah. Not, not everybody. Majority of t- the time. Yeah, Matt, basically Gasly, basically the people on the podium are yeah. the people who got the strategy, right? Yeah. yeah. McLaren just kind of had a rough one for both their drivers, and uh, Norris just kind of didn't luck out this time, so got a P7 for the day. What about um, Piastri? Well, Piastri, um, you know, he had an okay race, I guess, P9. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, on the other hand, where they were at the beginning of the season, they would absolutely take this result, I oh, think. Oh, for sure. Um Double points finish. I mean, when they got double points for the first time, we were like, what's happening? So, yeah, you know, fair. the fact that we're sitting here going, man, what a crappy race. I mean, they, they scored more points than Mercedes. That's true. So, that's true. Uh, actually, I'm, hold on, I'm not actually sure if that's true. Let me do math real fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. Um, so, uh, by one point. No. Oh, they equaled. Okay. Still, though, still, they, like, that's yeah. way better than it's been. Oh, yeah. So, it was fine. Um, let's talk about the biggest mess up of the weekend, which was Charles Leclerc and Ferrari. Oh man. So, uh, at the beginning of the race Ferrari, uh, sorry, Leclerc get, like messes up his front wing. Mm-hmm. I don't actually remember who he hit. Oh, it was stroll, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was stroll of course. And, um, uh, and you know, his car was noticeably slower after that. They brought him into the pit. He, they weren't ready for with his tires somehow. Um, oh, and, man. It like it was like the craziest like they're running around they forgot to change his front wing which was broken uh and they would have had time to fix it yeah and to make matters worse the guy was already out there to adjust the angle of his wing mm-hmm. like they knew it was broken so someone else just forgot yeah the guys who grab it i guess just didn't and not only that he sat there for so long they had time to stand there and go oh his front wing is broken like you know like mm-hmm. and I just realized this. Oh no, my table. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, that's, I just realized that sounded like that. So then, if that wasn't enough, he keeps driving in the car. He's getting passed, and I was even I was laughing, and then I was like, okay, there's something wrong. They bring him into the pit afterward. He, you know, he DNFs. Afterward, they find out that the piece of the front wing fell under the car and cracked the floor of the car, causing him a one second a lap slower than yeah. he was. And it was just going to be a terminal problem, cause engine issues, overheating, brakes, all of the things that happens when the floor is messed up. 
That is the most Ferrari thing I've ever heard. It really is, man. Like, okay, Leclerc messed up. It's another up. thing of self-sabotage. Yeah, okay, Leclerc messed up a little bit. Sure, whatever. But to, for it to go under, how is that even possible? The cars are like a centimeter <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, this much off the ground. How did this happen? So, anyway, I'm, I'm aghast for Leclerc. But you know what? It was just one of those races that we're all going to look back and laugh and be like, ah, Ferrari, they did it again. So how about you tell me about science? I think he had a little bit better of a race. Yeah, I mean, he got P5. So after a rough uh, weekend for Ferrari, they at least got some decent points from him. Um, I'm sure they're they're not going to be happy about Charles, but Carlos is at least like consistently getting like P4, P5, P6. So could be a lot worse for Ferrari. So I would actually make the argument that Ferrari messed up science a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lewis is flying behind him. He's trying to defend. What he needed to do was drive as fast as he could mm-hmm. because he could have been ahead of Checo oh, yeah. because of the penalty. Mm-hmm. But instead, he was defending for his life, which I understand. This is like a minor mess up. Other people could have made this mistake. Yeah. That's what I call a minor mess up. <laughs> it's, it's Ferrari and minor. So um, I would say, I don't know. I, I I would say he probably should have been P4. If I, if, if I was running the team, he would have been P4. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, and I, that's why course, I'm wearing yeah, a red yeah. Mercedes hat today. That's because ah, I should sense. be the Ferrari makes team sense. principal. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I would say they messed up a little bit, but it's fine. So, who do you want to talk about next? Well, I was gonna uh, while we're talking about Ferrari, oh. Nick Nick uh, depicts for depicts Ferrari very well in our um, little short video we just made. Yes, that is on our social medias and our YouTube that I believe you should check out. Shows a crying Ferrari of a montage of Charles Leclerc and Perfect Carlos Sainz failing, yeah, just in time for the Italian Grand Prix. So give that a give that a check out and let how us do, know what you think of it. How do you rate rate your race suit? Their race suits for this race, the yellow. Have you seen them? Oh, the Red Bull? Or no, the, no, the, the, the Ferrari, Ferrari yellow McDonald's look that they're. I don't like them. So, but the like car not, looks great. Yeah, the yellow on the car, I always like. They yeah. did it last year. Looks fire. Uh, I, it's not as good, but that's Ferrari for you. Every year, not as good. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about it. I mean, still, somehow, Ferrari's having a worse season right now. Yeah. Just throw that out there. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't feel like it, but they just have a worse car. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, uh, while you're also pulling it up, I want to mention, yeah. Ferrari has thrown in the towel for the season. Uh, they they This was reported yesterday. Mm-hmm. I can't remember by who. Uh, it was on Formula Racers Twitter, but it, they had an yeah. article. They Everything they do, every upgrade that they do for the rest of the season is all a test for what they should, how they should set up their car next year. Mm-hmm. So could they could suck in a weekend. Yeah. And hopefully they don't do that in Monza. That would be. Yeah, I agree. They need to, if they're going to upgrade Wait something, one more it needs week. to be for this. Yeah. For yeah. This car. So, um, yeah. Anyway, what do you think? I, lo- I personally like the race suits because like it gives me like old Ferrari vibes. I just don't like the black pants. I think that's my problem. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it would have been better if they, they were red as well. Yeah. That's the problem. But it could be worse. I mean, they do look like. I like them better than the full yellow from last year. I'll say that. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I like this a lot more than that, but it's still not bad for me. I like it. Well, anyway, Ferrari is going to have a time. And Mm -hmm. while we're at it, I think this is time for the Monza Curse explanation time because since we're talking about Ferrari, obviously Ferrari wants to win Monza, but they have started the infamous Monza Curse. Mm -hmm. And I'm pulling up my phone right now because I have a reference photo for this. So... In 2019, Charles Leclerc 
won the uh, Italian Grand Prix. Uh, they cheated, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> in 2020, he, as to quote uh, Rocket Power Mohawk, my current favorite F1 creator, he shags it into the barriers and uh, and is out of the race. In 2020, same year, Pierre Gasly wins the Grand Prix. Uh, 2021, hits the wall, DNFs. 2021, Daniel Ricciardo wins the Grand Prix. 2022, hits the wall and DNFs. In 2022... Uh, Max Verstappen won the Grand Prix in 2023. We'll find Blank. out. I'm just saying, if this is on the SAT, mm-hmm. you know, like the I, I don't know if it, you ever took the match old, the pattern type. Yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. In the old SAT before the new version, yep. there was this. I forget what they called. It. it wasn't anagrams, but something like that. And uh, that was a thing that you had to do. And I would fill in Max Verstappen, right? <laughs> yeah, so, for uh, sure. so I, I think we should talk about Williams next. And the reason is. Ladies and gentlemen, you have arrived at a Williams race win week. I am calling it now because I've seen no one else say it online, and I'm going to post this and get clowned for it, and it'll either be funny or I'll be right and I'll be a genius. Alex Albon is going to win this race. Mm. I'm calling it now. There's no reason why he shouldn't. He looked like a beast this weekend, and I want to talk about him next, but he looked insanely fast and they have an amazing bullet of a car in a straight line mm-hmm. and Monza is just a giant straight line. As long as he can break decently, which he's proving that he can, there's no reason he should have been as fast as he was this weekend on this track. No reason. If they can set up his car right, which is like 50% chance uh, and, and max <laughs> crashes, which hopefully is a hundred percent chance. Ugh. Uh, but see, the thing is he's already crashed at Monza. So like maybe it's already been exercised, but mm. that's besides the point. Um, I think Alex Albon is going to win this race. That's the hottest take I've ever had, but I've been saying it for weeks, and I half mentioned it to a couple other friends, and they were like, wow, you should – that's smart. No one said that. And I was like, all right, I have to commit. So <laughs> welcome to Williams' first win in a long time. It's going to happen. And you know what? I am calling something right now. Oh, God. If, I don't care if Checo finishes second. If Albon wins the race, I get to start the podcast next week because I went this hard. Deal. I went this hard for it. That's that's fine. So start preparing. Listen, I'm literally trying to find any chance to give you a podcast start. Okay. Even when you scored more points, I tried to get let you. No, I got I to gotta follow the original. I'm a rule follower unlike Michael Massey, so I got <laughs> to. That, that one was there. I had to go for it. All right. Anyway, Albon this race, P8. Looked incredible, overtook mm-hmm. people all the time. It's one of those races where it's like, dang, he still only got P8. Like, yeah. he deserves so much more. Um, his teammate, however, did not have as good of a race. I mentioned that he qu- crashed in qualifying, but Dawson, how did uh, how did old America do? And not, uh, uh, not only did he crash in qualifying, he crashed in the race. Um, yeah. Logan is gone. You're you're calling it? I'm calling it, dude. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Logan's gone. I think um, he knew he was gone, too. So Logan lost control after hitting a curb. Uh, I've forgotten on what turn, but crashed into a wall. Four. And it was turn four. four. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And um, I just, I don't think, I mean, he's probably costing this team so much money yeah. just in crashes. And that's not a good thing for Williams. Yeah. Because they're barely, I mean, they're not even hitting cost cap right yeah i don't think so. i think they're cl- very close yeah yeah very close for the first but, time i mean they're kind of like in a, in a hot situation where it's like like if they don't get sponsors or anything like that like it's rough 
So for him to be like crashing this much, DNFing P20 like every single race nearly, I just don't see why they would stick with him if there's other alternatives that are probably the same a little better. bit more experienced. Yeah. So I I do you think he knew because like he sat on the track the entire race mm-hmm. by himself and he looked like he was like I mean he was falling apart on this it was heartbreaking honestly yeah. I think he knew I think he knew that like this is it like yeah. I'm done now mm-hmm. my my career is over and you know it's sad you know and the other thing the thing that really annoyed me and maybe I'll get hate for this I don't know is uh you know he he got he was the f- first time that an american's been in q3 the highest they've been for like a long time i forget exactly what yeah, yeah it was in dready i can't remember what year but everybody's like celebrating this and i'm like no he crashed in q3 yeah. like good job but and there was no yeah so i mean he finally got into q3 but still it's just like mm-hmm. out look at albon yeah so if Albon, I think if Albon wins this week, it's going to be, and he doesn't do well, it's going to be real bad. Oh, it's yeah. not, I don't think it's totally over, but right now, before it was his seat to lose, now it's, he's lost his seat and he has to earn it back kind of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Because there's enough races where if he has an amazing nine race streak, um, you know, there's two really challenging tracks coming. Well, Monza's hard in a weird, some weird ways and um, uh, Singapore mm-hmm. is super complicated, so. Albon's shown that there's pace in the car. So yeah. I think Williams is starting to look like, okay, why is it? Kind of like why everybody's looking at Checo. Why is he not? And Stroll competing? too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of second driver issues, and there's a lot of good drivers out there that. Yeah. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The smartest thing for Red Bull to do, I got I to be honest. I want it. You heard me. I wanted Checo to win the championship this year. Yeah. The smartest thing for them to do is put Ricardo in that seat and bring Lawson up next year, and then to AlphaTauri yeah, or bring Lawson to AlphaTauri oh, okay. and put Ricardo in at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. If they're if Checo will refuse to go to AlphaTauri, if they don't, I don't know how that works. But yeah, and I mean Yuki doesn't technically have a seat yet, so I mean not that he doesn't deserve it, but I remember we were theorizing mm-hmm. about Audi. So I mean maybe if he leaves, they could keep Checo also, mm-hmm. but I think. If Ricardo comes back, especially if he comes back from his injury and is still doing well, yeah, it's kind of like this guy is a champ, like yeah. you know. So deserves to be competing. As yeah, a top. it's it's a real it's a tough call. They're they're putting in jeopardy what's been working for three years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, um, yeah, it's just Red Bull silly season. Silly season is in full effect. I mean, in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, they had they were nowhere with that second seat. Yeah, as soon as Ricardo left, it was like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. So, um. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, I'm very bummed about Sergeant. Uh, who do you want to talk about next? We haven't talked about Akon, and we talked about Gasly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about so P10 for Akon. He at least got points for the weekend for Alpine. You know, got one um, to match Pierre's podium. So I mean, at least it was a double points. Um, I was happy. I'm happy with Alpine at the moment, honestly. Like in the past few weekends, because Akon's been performing really well. And why did and they was, fire Otmar? I don't know. There's no reason. Sorry, I couldn't even hold that. Absolutely one in. no reason. <laughs> Um, Alpine is in a strong position, I believe. They are not at McLaren level, I don't think. Yes, they have a podium above them now, but or not above them, like not more than them, but uh, for yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. They both have a podium. Both drivers have a podium. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like McLaren and Alpine are in the same position, just like at different stages. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I understand. I understand. It's like 
Alpine's just a little behind McLaren. Yeah. And, and McLaren has just got something right mm -hmm. along the way. And we'll see. They're hitting some grooves in their yeah. in their strategies. And I think once they smooth out, like these two teams are going to be like really like yeah. yeah, really competitive towards each other. So overall, good for Alcon, good for Alpine. Um, obviously good for Gasly. I was stoked. Like when I like on the po like watching him on the podium, I was like so happy. Yeah. I love Gasly. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to talk about uh Alfa Romeo because okay. we can talk about another crash. Huh. Sadly. Yeah. Joe Guan Yu uh wheels locked up on him as he went through a turn and crashed straight into a barrier. It's um that's another thing like I'm I don't know if I should be worried for Joe or not cuz like It's sounding like we should be. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he's like honestly also not as bad as Logan but like starting to get into that same category of you're costing this team like more money than we're bringing in like with this certain sponsor. I mean, yeah. You have to look at that, but I think he also brings in a good bit of money. Yeah, I don't know. They're saying he might be too expensive. Yeah. They they have a good rookies. Um I'm bad. I'm not going to butcher their name, but it's Alex pa Paulu, something like that. I don't know yeah. how to say his name. I'm sorry. I do. I do pay attention to F2. Don't don't clown me in the comments. I do. <laughs> I am watching these, but I mean, they're kind of in this place. They're kind of in this flex area for the next two years. So uh, they're losing Alfa Romeo as a title sponsor. That's so, true. Or not losing them. They got outbid or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. So they're actually getting more, but <laughs> sure, sure. But not next year. So no. Yeah. Uh, Bottas didn't really have a remarkable race either. He finished 14th. Um, I don't, I just don't know what to think of this team. This is, this is the most ambiguous team. Cause like every, we all know what's going on with Alphatari. It's mm -hmm. like, they're not that good, but they, the seats are interesting. Alfa Romeo is just in no man's it's land there. Yeah. They're just there. Every other team has like an identity. Mm -hmm. You, you know who they are when you say like they're Alfa Romeo is the least likely team that if you said, Hey, have you heard of blank to someone that hasn't heard of F1? No clue. Yeah. Zero chance. For sure. I mean, not zero chance, but the least likely. Probably yeah, I Haas think so. is next. But yeah. Um, so, and that's a big thing because, I mean, at the end of the day, F1 is majorly a TV show. Like, if you really think about it's entertainment. it. entertainment. If you think about it, like, every major sport is entertainment. I mean, mm -hmm. the NFL is a perfect example. They are called, they call themselves an entertainment league. Yeah. That's the National Football League, if you're listening to, uh, American football, if you're listening to in other countries. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. So, with that said, don't know what they should do, but I do want to quickly – I keep going on tangents today, but I think this one's good. Okay, let's hear it. Here's how Valtteri Bottas is going to be a Ferrari driver next year. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Valtteri Bottas is not going to be a Ferrari driver, but here's how it could go down. Carlos Sainz hates being at Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Ferrari's not enjoying Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz decides to go somewhere else. Let's say Alfa Romeo, just to make the math easy, takes Bottas' seat. Mm -hmm. Ferrari goes, well, we don't take rookies. Okay, so that takes off a lot of people off the table. So it has to be someone that's in a current seat. And it needs to be someone that has a personality that's like, you know, it's a Ferrari driver. So no offense, takes Joe Guanyu off the table. Yeah. There's a lot of the people locked down. The only other people that would be available, not the Haas drivers anymore, they're taken away, plus they wouldn't take them anyway. Yeah. So sure. who do they take? Do they try and do they try and buy Alonzo away from Aston Martin? I don't see that happening. So yeah. uh, I think he's happy there. And uh, I'm sure Aston's happy with him. And he'll never be fired, I'm convinced. Yeah. So and he's already been at Ferrari and he left Ferrari on his own accord. So um 
and he has nothing left to do there. So, I mean, I guess he can win a championship if he wants to try. But with that said, the, the one of the most experienced drivers on the grid, who's a Grand Prix winner, one more than science, by the way, and challenged Lewis Hamilton is Valtteri Bottas. So I'm not saying it's going to happen, but like there's an off chance that if Bottas is interested, which he would be, they might take him. They might take him. And just imagine, just imagine Bottas at Red Bull. Dude. dude, it'd be incredible. It'd be insane. I don't even know if he would be good, to be honest. I, I, <laughs> yeah, he seems I like he's know. deteriorated over the last couple of years, but he's a great personality. He has the face. He would let Leclerc be the, the lead driver, would not be an issue. Come on. And and I'm calling it now. If Bottas goes, I'm buying a hat that has a Ferrari See, 77. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I've said before, Bottas is – I'm calling it his, his F1 dad phase. Yeah. He's coasting. He's chilling. He's relaxing. He's just – he's there. Yeah. And I think that's – until, like you said, this happens potentially, that's how he's going to be. It's not going to happen, but it but it is it's not the most outside it's of possibility. It's not out of the realms of possibility. Literally, I really truly think he's their best option that isn't a rookie and I don't think they'll take a rookie. Probably not. Best option outside of um if if science leaves. Counter tangent. Arthur and Charles Leclerc. Oh, yeah, Arthur Leclerc. That but they they won't do that though. That's who they need to bring up to Alpha for a year and then switch and then Get started. That would be incredible. Oh my gosh! If Charles keeps putting up with all this crap, yeah. What if what if they do have the Leclerc brothers as Ferrari drivers? Now that I could see them doing to bring up a rookie. That is true. That is an excellent point. That is an excellent point. I want that too. Can we get them both somehow? Yeah. I don't know. Bring Arthur. Le- Arthur Leclerc should be there at least their third driver next yeah. year. And then, yeah. oh, dude. And then in a practice session. That he could sit in Bottas's seat, <laughs> and and I'm talking about his Ferrari seat, and drive at the same time on the track. Yes. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. that'd be so cool, dude. It would be. I almost want this more now. Dang it. Nah, it, they both can happen. Yeah. Well, Claire's gonna be in. Charles he, is gonna be in. Bottas gets a year at Ferrari, and then retires. Arthur gets a year as a reserve driver. Bottas retires. Arthur takes a seat. Genius. And then, uh, Mick goes to Audi. Yep. With. With Carlos. And, and then Yuki takes Stroll's seat. Stroll becomes a professional tennis player. Um, <laughs> Albon, see, they might want, they might offer Albon too. That's actually well, Albon's it. turned down some deals so far. Yeah, I've heard that, but also I, I don't know. You get a Ferrari deal, it's gonna take it. Yeah, pretty much everybody takes a Ferrari deal, except for Lewis Hamilton. Of course, get wrecked. <laughs> it was close though. It so was I said close. Pretty much. It was close back there when when right before the turbo hybrid era. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Nikki Lauda. Anyway, Lauda. Let's finish this up. We're we're getting we're getting we're, on, a, on. We're on tangents. We're on tangents. All right, Yuki P fifteen. Uh, he got beat by Lawson. Uh, not to say your yeah. thunder. Is Yuki secretly a wall? Because the entire race, <laughs> no one could get by him. He was on tires for like seven hours like it was just a long time they waited too long to pit him terrible strategy i think maybe they're just trying to make lawson beat him i don't know anyway i'm kidding am i i'm kidding anyway tell me about liam lawson's race (laughs) well he came came home p13 uh it was an overall good showing for him and he also got some praise from horner what i know that's insane um 
Here's what he said. So the poor guy gets, gets dropped in a car. He's never driven wet and dry conditions, but I actually think he did pretty well. And he actually overtook Max on Max's outlap as he changed onto the intermediate tires at the end. And to finish a race like that in itself with the lack of experience, I thought in very difficult circumstances, he applied himself very well. I think that's great to hear from your first day as a Red Bull driver, dude, or he, as a F1. Listen, driver. I, I know, I know I'm going to get clowned for this too. I don't know every comes. race ever. I'm sorry. No, I think you're going to agree with this. I I like that I had to specify because normally I'm like, I know I'm crazy. All right. <laughs> I think that was the hardest debut ever. I, I'm going to have to look, do some research, yeah. but my gut tells me there's no way. It's going to be an opinion. There's no way you could ever. Hardest debut ever. Yeah. Tough track, rain, dry, terrible car, mm. car you've never driven. Not even like tested. Like he's never driven this car, period. Yeah. So, like he showed up to qualifying and that was it. Uh, well, P3. Or F FP3. Sorry, sorry. Qualifying yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Dude, terrible. Terrible, terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least he had overnight to prepare, but still. That's um, only that's only gonna be sim work, this if is, anything. This is why and not not maybe I guess I could have flown him back to Moulton Keynes overnight. Yeah. Um probably not. This is why he's probably gonna be a world champion. Yeah. I mean, this is big hype, but like I, I see why they call him the next Max for Stappen. Mm -hmm. Like they need, a lot of they need to work all this out to where Max's last year is a teammate with Lawson. And Lawson knows, like, all right, you're going to be the first driver next year. You need to be just follow Max, do what he does. Yeah. And just That's what they need to do so Ricardo stays for two years or something and gets Lawson's seat. That's what needs to happen. Gotcha. If, if they're just being totally ruthless, which they are. So yeah. that's the one is thing. Is sometimes the ruthlessness is good, mm -hmm. and maybe it will work out. But I was super impressed. And I was too. The only man to overtake, uh, other than a race start, uh, which I don't even really count, only man to overtake Max the entire season. Yep. The entire season. Season. That's, That's insane. crazy. Like the math on that alone <laughs> until this race where he DNFs. Yep. So do you think it's going to happen? The DNF? No. Think about it. Okay. No. You don't? No. Okay. Let's talk about Haas. Don't, don't think about it more. <laughs> I don't want the monster curse to die. Come on, you guys can't take everything from us. All right, tell me about tell I me mean, about Nico's race. Okay, uh, P twelve. <laughs> That's it. P fourteen. All right, so no, I'm just kidding. That wasn't. I actually don't know what it is. P sixteen. Even better. Hey, P twelve. P twelve isn't bad for a Haas. No, it's not. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a. Uh, it's not a uh, P twenty. He beat. He beat our uh, our Mercedes. He beat Logan Sargent. Yep. He beat wow. Charles Leclerc. Kind he did of. indeed. I mean, technically, ish. he did. Yeah, he did finish. So anyway, back to that uh, that okay. bull that you were talking about okay. earlier, uh, the Red Bulls. Um, Monza curse. Is it, no, is it dead? it's not going to happen. Okay, hear me out. I want Red Bull to have this this record at least, so they can claim it. And they haven't because think about it. Then there's a standard that these Formula One teams have because you already have that with Lewis Hamilton as a driver. Yeah, and maybe Lewis doesn't have this record because he actually had competition. About, hey, but I'm talking about <laughs> the I'm talking about the championships. He's considered the greatest because of his seven world championships. Yeah, seven, not eight. Oh God, you had to do that one. Well, Max <laughs> technically has zero. Okay, <laughs> uh, he's this would be his first legitimate championship. No, I'm kidding. I'm mm, kidding. Okay. I would consider. I've said this many times before, and I'll say it again. Max had the better 2021 season. I don't know why we're talking about this. It's my fault. I'm going to rephrase my answer. Okay. For the sport of Formula One, okay. 
I hope the Monza curse continues to be true. As a Red Bull fan, I hope Max dominates this weekend. In all realness, even though Alex Albon is going to win this race, I don't think that's actually going to happen. <laughs> like, I would be stunned just because the curse is a thing. What ba- if the Bahrain curse is also a thing and it's dead already? But you got to also think there's a thing that can happen technically where Max, without anything being his or the car or his team's fault, can be wrecked. It's true. What if so he's trying to lap saying, someone and they just take him out? For the Monza curse? Yeah. They're like, oh, this is my chance. Well, just by pure coincidence, they're like, oh, we're going to let it pass, but on this turn. I'm just saying there's no way they can go the whole season without a max DNF. At least one. It just never happened. It just it doesn't seem possible to me. And, and what? Okay, let me, let me throw it out this way. If Max has to not finish one race this year, wouldn't you rather be Monza so we can keep this joke going? If it has to, it's you, tough. You, you don't have the answer. You don't have the choice of whether or not he doesn't finish one race. It's yeah. just what race would you choose? Nine. You have nine left to choose. Abu Dhabi would also be funny. I was thinking Abu Dhabi. Yeah, that would be funny too. If Lewis I was thinking Abu Dhabi. It's the thing. It's just this record, man. If he beats it, I'll be happy. Ah, if the if the Monza curse happen, yeah, it's like a it's a win win. But a lose lose, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Checo could still win. He won't. Yeah, but, but then it's not the record's not there. Okay, okay, hold on. If if Max does crash, do you think Checo's the most likely to win this race? Probably not. You don't think so? No. Who do you think's the most likely? I mean, to win? it depends on qualifying. Checo, like Checo, has to qualify good. I think. But for he him won't. To have it. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not a Checo hater. Second, it would have to be Lando. Oh yeah, Lando, Fernando, Lando or. Obviously, um, Albon. I think Lando <laughs> can win too. I don't know. I don't. I do not know. See, but then I don't want Lando to win. Why? Because then the Monza curse. But you didn't crash last year. Oh, you mean next year? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's true. You got to curse the per that. I didn't Fernando even th- win this one. I didn't even no, because then you'll have the. Th- where this is such a tangent. I don't care. I'm not cutting it out because I think this is interesting. <laughs> no, he can't have that because. Then he'll have the three hunt, the first person to win a race after three hundred. Then needs to be Lewis, even though subsequently uh, I was hoping Alonzo would overtake him at the end mm-hmm. of the race. This last race. Oh wait, really? Is is Alonzo one away from? He's way over three hundred races. I meant like a win away from. Or oh wait, oh no no no. No, it'd I'm be sorry, a thirty third win. Gotcha. Or thirty second if you take away the Singapore twenty two thousand eight Grand Prix, uh, which everybody apparently wants to happen now, um, but. That's Crashgate. I did. I talked about it in a different episode. Um, <laughs> I don't want Alonzo to get that record. I don't think Aston Martin's fastest in the straight line anyway. I'm not really concerned about them winning. I think we could get a weird podium this weekend. The real question is, like, what can Sargent do? What can Albon do? What can Norris do? What can Piastri do? Um, I'd... I don't think Mercedes is going to win this race. This is not one I would I, yeah. would I would put on a stamp of, I think we could win this race. Brazil, maybe. Mexico, maybe. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would choose this race or Abu Dhabi. But I think for me, it's the opposite reason. I don't want him to have this, the thing. Yeah. So that and just the the meme alone. The meme is very important to the, the community, uh, I believe. The so, ideal I mean, situation. It's, it's whether I have to think of this as a... Do I want a good meme or do I get a, want a good team? That's a good point. The ideal situation is that 
What can he just wreck after he crosses the finish line? No, no, no. I think it's he. He has to DNF. I think it's the thing. Dang. So, um, I mean, he can do it after he crosses the finish line on lap one. <laughs> I think um, the ideal situation is for Max to crash in this race and Checo win. Hear me mm. out, because then in Abu Dhabi, Red Bull will be going for a clean sweep. And then Lewis wins that race, and there's the double meme, and everybody's happy oh, except for Red Bull fans. Well, not everybody's happy, but like we can do. <laughs> anyway, all right, we need to wrap it up. Uh, let me make sure. I, I think I had a couple other things I want to talk about. Um, the rain, we got that. Ferrari looks like McDonald's. We got that. Checo's 2024. Uh, he was almost 11 seconds ahead. That's it. Oh, last thing, and then we'll get to your winner and loser. I know who your winner is going to be already, probably. How? Did Max win this race? This one was impressive. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely, there's no reason. he He's the only person that finished where he started. Yep. Only person. Mm-hmm. Genuinely an impressive performance. Cannot believe that he actually won. I kept thinking, there's no way. He's going to lose this race. He's just the GOAT. He seemed like he really cared about this one, too. Like, winning his yeah. own race seemed important to him. Oh, for sure. I also think it would have been ironic if he had lost and they had hired that singer to sing in Dutch and if he didn't win the race oh yeah what would she have done can she speak spanish because alonzo would have won i don't know that would have been interesting so hmm. anyway winner loser go uh winner's gonna be max yeah um ninth straight win of course loser mm, that's tough i mean i'm just gonna say i'm gonna give one that's not an easy i'm gonna just say i'm gonna say mclaren huh just not the best weekend. Not the best weekend. Back to back, not the best weekends. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't look good. They got passed by Lewis too. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad weekend. Just not as good as it not should. Not as be. yes, exactly. Okay. I am going to give a tie to Max Verstappen and Pierre Gasly. Uh Max deserves it again. Seriously, as much as I don't want to admit it. Incredible race mm-hmm. by him. Gasly, amazing weekend for him. I'm also gonna tie the loser. I'm gonna give the loser to Mercedes mm-hmm. for just Botching the strategy so bad. Yeah. It, it was this weekend was over in qualifying, mm-hmm. but Lewis still tried and was the goat and drove like a madman and got back. And then I'm also gonna give it to Logan Sargent, who I think lost the seat this week. So fair enough. Um it's good. Stay tuned for the Monza curse. Uh we'll see what happens. Uh the race is this week. And I really missed Formula One while it was gone. I felt like it was gone for a long time. So yeah, it did feel like a while. Subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Anything else you want to add? I think that's it. Okay. All right. Come on, Monza Curse. You can do it. Let's go, Alex Albon. You're going to win Bull. this race and and jump up like so many positions in the championship. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.